Hello and welcome to Quiz Time India. My name is Aditya and thank you for tuning in. This week we have a bonus episode for you all, a special episode. So, one of the objectives of this podcast is to catalog Indian cuisine scene, talk to people who have been cuisine for a while and see how the scene has been growing. A couple of weeks ago, I had Bertie Ashley join me on the podcast. It was an episode called Jeans, Memes and Indiana Jones because those were the topics that we quizzed about and I would highly recommend listening to that episode first. It was a good one if I may say so. Now, in this week's episode, we go beyond the regular quizzing and have a chat with Bertie about various aspects of quizzing. such as the quizzing scene in Madurai Calicut and Sivakasi or how does one become a quiz master at who wants to be a millionaire or finally how does a quiz master get published when i say published i mean a published author so enough talk let us dive directly into this episode i really enjoyed making this episode i enjoyed recording this episode and you can probably tell from the manner in which i have been laughing throughout the episode so i hope you enjoy this too that's all from me this is quiz time india thank you for tuning in All right so Bertie welcome to this special segment that we have and the idea of this segment is to speak about quizzing quizzing in India what kind of quizzes you come across what have been your experiences in quizzing so let me just start by asking you how did you get into quizzing what is the earliest quizzing memory if one could call it that I grew up in a house which was filled with books and with the grandmother grandfather mom and dad uh, who always had lots of books you know like readers digest national geography yeah. encyclopedia and stuff like that and my entire family used to sit and watch siddhartha basu's uh, quizzes on quiz time and mastermind and my dad used to record it for posterity oh. on vhs tapes so i did grow up in a house which uh, you know kind of was very knowledge oriented and when i was in school my chemistry sir was this um, you know one of those eccentric characters you would come across in a pg woodhouse novel he was exactly that guy so he used to have three different color pens in his pocket he used to have a order of things and how he has to wear his clothes uh, he used to have a specific hmm. parking spot you know that kind of stuff like proper british eccentricity type we unfortunately okay. lost him a few years back uh, but then he uh, when taking class uh, he realized that i had this very peculiar thing to be about asking curious questions and asking random stuff mm. which was not there in the syllabus and he identified that this was a very mm. important part of quizzing he asked me to watch world this week he gave me sports star and different magazines and he used to come the next day and ask me questions from it and even during class he used to tell random information and funda and he made class very interesting by giving things out of uh, like popular mm-hmm. culture context and bringing it into classroom to make us understand so he's the one who got me into quizzing and then of course my family helped by enabled mm-hmm. me is the word i should use <laughs> by buying me lots of books and then allowing me to take part in multiple quiz competitions and my school it's a lovely school called vikasa school in my hometown madurai which is a tiny school there are only about 15 mm. 20 students in the entire class and everybody had a claim to fame like one guy was the runner one one girl was the orator mm. then we had a debate you know stuff like that and my claim uh-huh. to fame was quizzing so then the school also helped me by sending me to different places and uh, I, it it was a huge Um, step forward in my life and that's how i got into cuisine my entire life was in madurai till my graduation my 
post graduation i did in safakashi school in a college and then my first uh, research was in chennai where i was there for about 6 to 7 years and only 5 years back i moved to bangalore so how was the quizzing circuits in all these different places how similar was it how different was oh, wow. it can you tell me more about those places about <laughs> the quizzing cultures in those places that's a very interesting question actually uh, come to think of it they were all distinctly different okay and i was very lucky to have been uh, in madurai during one of the quizzing booms uh, so i studied mm. in a school which was actually run by medra courts the same guys who used to make petering led louis philip and van hussein and mm. uh, they used to have people coming in from all over the world and one of the things that the school prided itself on was that it had a lot of um, when all the other schools were doing dance and uh, stuff athletics and all our school was always the one which was winning in quizzing and debating over it and eventually we also became good in sports and all but we used to have a lot of competition so that scene was really good and uh, there were lots of amazing people who were interested in history and mythology uh, around the circuit and mm. i remember there were a couple of people like my senior chaitanya ramesh rajagopal and they were all seniors and super seniors who mm. kept the scene going but there weren't quizzing avenues other than in the school and college scene mm. then derico brand came on and bonita quiz club mm. and all that stuff happened and that's when it took off so that was uh, madurai mm. in sivakasi i was probably only person other than a guy called vignesh who did any sort of quizzing because mm. there the quizzing was basically mug up things from a textbook and then you ask them again you had to memorize and tell it back so that is actually i didn't do too well in that <laughs> scene because i was not that type of person like somebody last um, you know who was the second prime minister of india yeah. or who was the captain of the team that won this and i was really bad at mm. that so that 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 scene was very different but then the thing was whenever we went and participated in events outside i used to do well hmm. so the college kind of knew okay right he's not that great in what we do but he's great in something else that he can do so let's leave him at it so they used to give me on duty which is more important for you know college yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, then i went to chennai hmm. chennai had a really good cuisine scene uh, i really liked uh, the type there also the college scene and when i was a researcher i used to take part in the iit uh, and uh, iit chennai madras cuisine hmm. scene also and then a couple of friends and i we started the very first proper pub quiz in chennai called the madras pub quiz oh. and uh, it went on very well it used to be every thursday at the savera hotel mm-hmm. and it had a we, we used to bring in big crowd it was lots of fun lots of pop culture and uh, then when i shifted to bangalore we had to stop that mm-hmm. and when i was in chennai only i worked with uh, the south indian edition of konbanaga crorepati and i was working with uh, siddharth basu in bixnaji mm. i was the senior content editor for uh, tamil and also worked with malayalam and kannada so that was also another quizzing thing which i did which is my very first if i if i should actually look at it that way my very first professional quizzing experience was that making questions for a game show and it was i learned a lot 
under the amazing Siddharth Pazu was a tough taskmaster as he himself would say mm-hmm. and but that's how you get things done and you know there's a lot of money on the line so you learn a lot and you learn the integrities and the nitty-gritties of uh, phrasing uh, in in our previous episode yeah. remember the Delhi uh, Everest funder yeah. that came by because of a conversation I had with him okay and how to phrase questions yeah so that's something that we came across together so thanks to Siddharth for that yeah but then after that I shifted to Bangalore my work shifted to Bangalore and Bangalore cuisine scene is completely different uh, such a vibrant pub cuisine scene you know there's mm-hmm. pre-pandemic mm-hmm. Uh, every week they used to have, have like about two or three cuisines happening in different pubs and places and the college cuisine scene was good and uh, I like my very first contacts or friends mm-hmm. outside my lab colleagues in bangalore yeah. were all thanks to cuisine like right now everybody and anybody i know in bangalore other than my relatives hmm. uh, are thanks to cuisine going out and attending quizzes and just randomly going and landing in some places and winning prizes <laughs> yeah so tell me about creating quizzes for tv how's that experience coming from a very quizzing point of view and also from point of view that it has to be entertaining for the audience right because they are sitting down to watch yeah. uh, Kamal Hassan or Amitabh Bachchan or Mamuti for that matter on prime time tv they want to be entertained yeah. and they want to be educated at the same time so how do you go about making questions can you tell us more about the process there if you ask me in one word it is nerve wracking <laughs> okay it is quite tough so we had to undergo a lot of training and you have to put aside a lot of uh, presumptions that you had about uh, question making before you go there like you cannot ask the questions that you'll ask in a quiz definitely not right mm-hmm. there is a lot of nuance which goes into it the, so there are 15 questions in a proper deck Mm. KBC in in the format that I worked with 15 mm. questions and they were they were split into five sections of three questions each of different mm. levels of uh, difficulty difficulty yeah and so you had to start off on very easy ones that anybody will get and work your way mm. all the way up to questions of 14 to 15 for one crore which they should not be able to get easily Right. There are multiple factors. The first factor is it should be short. You can't have these X, Y type of questions. True. I cannot put any X was born on something. I can't do that. Two, you cannot mention any controversial subject. Uh, you cannot mention any corporate, mm. like, you know, brands or anything. You can't do that. Mm. Um, then you cannot... You, all your facts have to be solid like proper solid you can't depend on a wikipedia article or something like that mm. so that's there and also you should need to have four options you can't ask for something which you don't you can't put options in and for us there was also the there was also the added thing that we have to make questions which can also be properly translated into proper solid tamil uh-huh right okay so regional languages are also there mm. so we can't ask a question which is culturally inappropriate or even linguistically inappropriate okay there are questions which you can ask which will sound great in hindi and in english but it would not be because it translates into a bad word in tamil uh-huh. right so we have to take that into account as well so that's why uh, we i used to make a huge bank of questions but we'll probably use only 20 or 30% of the questions but you have to be ready at any point of time mm. because you do not know at what context and what place you're going to use a particular question so you need to have your facts on every single time and my job personally was to make sure that a fact stays a fact 
before and after the show as well huh. because one of the problems is you can't ask a time bound fact like if i were to ask like who's the fastest man on earth uh-huh. uh, it's pushing bolt right now but we don't know what's going to happen by the time like the show goes on yeah. let's say two months later or even before the show gets on if somebody else is the answer uh-huh. and while the show is being shot then they say something else so my job is to make sure uh, that happens so i have a couple of stories about how that also almost brought to my <laughs> career to a close i can i can share one yeah, right please. now a short story but it's a fun story so uh, the, the the easiest questions are to make are the tough questions okay okay asking the questions about level 10 are the easiest to make because they are quizy questions the toughest questions to make are the ones at the bottom the easiest ones okay, okay? i know sounds weird for example this is one so uh, this was supposed to be a level 2 level 3 question and uh, i made the question saying from which of these items can you also source oil okay uh, gr- ground nuts tea mm. nuts sunflower and sugar cane mm. now this in like at face value sounds very simple obviously mm. you know what the answer is yeah. which of these four cannot be used and what would you say sugar cane perfectly because we have peanut oil sunflower oil yeah. ground oil yeah simple so i put it in i make the question we translate it i put in four sources none of which is wikipedia mm. about peanut oil ground oil and all that kind of stuff and how when you pulp sugar cane you get molasses which is not oil mm. all that stuff i put in goes across the audit everything done uh, wow. two three weeks later we have a show and uh, the director is like hey remember she the, the participant is a person who grew up in this area which has a sugar mill so why don't you put in that really really nice question you had about sugar cane uh-huh. i'm like yeah chill let's put it in we put it in she answers sugar cane then we can talk about how as a child she used to go around in the sugar cane plantation yeah, yeah. all the fields everybody's happy let's do it one of my jobs is to make sure that the funders up to date yeah. right so i do that religiously for every other question yeah. so this question technically does not need it so i am doing it anyway hmm. and guess what from the time that i made the question yeah. to the time that i'm using it only two weeks wow. and within that two weeks some dude in brazil figured out how to make oil wow. from sugar cane <laughs> <laughs> and which led to yeah so now here's the thing hmm. the lady we going to ask a question probably might not know hmm. this correct, correct. like she was not going to know about a brazilian guy who knows how to make oil from yeah. sugar canes but technically it's wrong the question it just becomes unusable yes it's not correct anymore yeah it is not correct anymore and we are going on line in about like 2 hours okay and uh, everybody's like uh, okay buddy put the question where and myself and my team are like what do we do what do, we do? and then finally it just hits me that I can't put in a new question so I go to the original site of the Brazilian guy and figure out so what he's done is he uses the oil because of some random it has a high content of phosphorus mm. on uh, you cannot use for cooking it used for lubricating his tractor and for doing all that kind of stuff okay so I in one moment I realized that it cannot be used for cooking and he's clearly said that in his interview mm. so I we add one word which of these things can you source cooking oil wow, from wow but he saves the day yeah and then get the translator guy and ask him how to do that in tamil he says very easy i can add just one word in tamil also mm. i'm like just yes, put it in and then it goes live and yeah we are happy <laughs> that is so interesting 
did anyone get, uh, get to a 1 crore question did you have a 1 crore question no unfortunately when i was there we did not get to, actually i was there for two seasons only in the third season did somebody uh, eventually get to 1 crore we had people going all the way up to 25 lakhs and 50 lakhs but then they one person quit and another person uh, unfortunately lost that's such a interesting story that's i'm just thinking yeah. i'm just thinking like after the week sitting down and watching the quiz and looking at the reactions of the people that must have been a good high as a quiz master i i know i mean once uh, like a lot of people uh, so this was way back at that point of time i couldn't talk about it because i was under big synergy and we had the confidentiality clause mm-hmm. and all oh. but it lasts for about 3 years and it's been about like what 6 7 years now mm-hmm. so i can't talk about it uh-huh. uh, and uh, the thing is this it is a very very interesting thing so one thing that everybody keeps asking first of all is like is this rigged like can you rig uh-huh. a system and uh, i can now talk about it and say unfortunately or fortunately how you look at it not mm. now here's a part fortunately not is which is good like you can't rig a system mm. that is good so the person who wins like wins it on merit Correct. right now here's the unfortunate part is sometimes you see a person who uh, is in a really dire straits and they need the money mm. and you know that a small thing like about 30000 rupees or even 50000 rupees will make a big difference to them yeah. and you really want to help them yeah. right and then you see them making the most stupid mistakes because of probably tension or yeah. pressure or you know being in the limelight and sitting opposite you know surya amitabachan yeah. whatever there have been times where i'm sitting there and thinking if only i could rig this system so that she could win that mm. it would change her life yeah. but we can't yeah, yeah. because the play the, the system is very very well done and they made it under it, it technically comes under wwbtam which is the world who wants to be a millionaire which is an international organization mm-hmm. so they have perfect systems in place to make sure that nothing can go wrong so you can't do anything and sometimes i do feel bad but i know it's an ethical problem also so we just we just stay back and we keep our emotions to ourselves and we think about the next part and the next question we can ask so that is one style of quizzing then you've also uh-huh. gone on to publish books based on quizzing you have a regular weekly column yes. on to quizzing tell me about that tell me how yes. did it start and how have you what has the journey been in publishing as a quiz master so very interestingly uh, these are all uh, it's more like a domino effect mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, in chennai i used to do a, host a lot of college quizzes and i was very much into popular culture mm-hmm. so i was asking questions about popular culture and how they foray into science you know like memes and richard dawkins yeah. and stuff like that so uh, i remember this one day one of uh, students who used to uh, win couple of the quizzes he called me and said hey buddy how are you mm-hmm. doing uh, listen i have joined one newspaper uh, as a junior uh, editor and we are finding out a new version of doing quizzes mm-hmm. would you like to send some questions in because i really like your questions mm-hmm. and this was in 2016 and this is just like i think um, August or September 2016 everybody was talking about Trump's uh, election mm. and whether it was going to be Hillary or Trump and that was the talk of the time yeah. and I thought I'll, I'll send in 10 questions about the process of election about how uh, the word candidate means mm. uh, white robed because that's what you know they were supposed to be white and pure and how technically they are not oh. <laughs> stuff like that and all I love how Bertie just dropped a TIL moment for me in the middle of a conversation I love it great <laughs> tell me more okay okay so candidate 
candidate the word candidate it comes from the latin word for white robed which denotes you know the mm. white toga they wore because they were honest and pure is this something to do with so, the, yeah, pa- the the papal elections uh, is that something is that a connect there no 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 this is normal Achha, normal, normal uh, yeah the greek uh, uh, you know democratic election so yeah so every time somebody says i'm a political candidate kind of an oxymoron yeah okay let's not go there <laughs> so i i i set off a 10 questions and i sent it to uh this guy mm. and he forwarded it and the next thing i know i got a mail from the editor of the hindu mm. saying hey this is from the hindu sunday magazine guess what you have a column every week sent 10 questions you're good thank you bye and i'm like what yeah <laughs> and then you mm. know i am a tamil boy from tamil nadu so yeah. getting a column in the hindu uh, which is tamil nadu's number one paper is a big point for the mom and dad so they were like yes my son writes you know has finally arrived <laughs> yes he has finally arrived like you know his name is in the paper and it is not in the missing persons case so <laughs> i am happy <laughs> so then very interestingly in the same the hindu sunday magazine mm. uh, i think uh, around like the 12th or 15th i do these weekly themes mm. and the theme i had was incredible indians mm. and uh, one of the questions which i had was about this okay i'll put it as a question to you okay so, so this person uh, was the very first person of indian uh, i mean uh, very first indian uh, cinema person to win an oscar mm. right that and he won a lifetime achievement oscar mm. uh, and he also started a directive series mm. and also when he is responsible for designing the logo of a particular particular publishing company mm. and when asked for payment how much he would ask he just said just don't worry just give me a set of books from you guys mm. that's all so my question was who was that person and which was the publishing house do you know this so this is satyajit ray he got uh, from audrey hepburn i th- if i'm not mistaken no he actually got the lifetime achievement award and he was actually in bed because he was yeah. in a really bad situation but uh, it was audrey hepburn who gave it to him yeah, yeah. Who, at at the at the ceremony yes, yes. yeah and uh, i think it's rupa books if i'm not mistaken the logo r with the bindi yeah the red yeah exactly so that is by him so this was a question that went out mm-hmm. now apparently somebody at rupa publication saw this question and they got like super excited saying oh my god we got mentioned in the hindu yeah. post <laughs> <laughs> and then they went out and then they got my mail id and out of nowhere a lovely lady called uh, yamini mm-hmm. mailed me and said listen we really like your quizzes we like to put it in book format okay and i was like okay then uh-huh. then that's cool uh, then 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 this is where i pushed my luck uh-huh. uh, they were like okay listen uh, just send your quizzes we'll print it in the book uh-huh. format then i was like listen this is the same quizzes that going out of the paper uh-huh. people are not going to get like you know it's the same thing they're going to see again yeah. let's make it more interesting can i add more info and they were like are it's your book do whatever you want uh-huh. so then i sent my first draft okay <laughs> the editor replied saying hi bertie uh, thank you for the draft nice to see the questions by the way i think there's a mistake in your uh, document uh-huh. there was a recipe for a chocolate cake and there were lyrics of a song and there were some <laughs> jokes about uh, physics and something called a bad joke about neutrons and electrons walking into a bar uh, i'm sorry if you sent the wrong document can you send the right oh. document i was like uh, ma'am those were meant to be there i put them in on purpose mm-hmm. uh, Uh, please let them stay stat <laughs> what is the first book called 
so this is called uh, quizzes for quirky minds okay from rupa publications uh, you just put quirky quizzes but actually you'll get it on flipkart and amazon oh. uh, so the thing is what i had done was along with every single uh, the first 42 quizzes mm-hmm. 42 you know obviously mm-hmm. 42 quizzes that uh, are published in book format for every quiz i also put in something personal like an anecdote or the reason why i chose a topic a small story from my life or if like for example there was one about physics then the next page there are my favorite four worst physics jokes ever <laughs> put them in nice and you know then when when there is uh, i think one of the topics was about chocolate mm. so on the back of the page i put in the recipe for how to make a chocolate cake in a microwave aha uh-huh. uh, and then there was another thing about a musical instrument so i in the next page if you open mm. there is a diy on how you can make a didgeridoo using only pvc pipes at home aha uh-huh. so this was like a more personal it was not just a quiz book it mm. was also a quizzing book which had lots of random info some very bad jokes and small anecdotes from my life where i talk about how my grandfather inspired me to come up with one of the questions and stuff like that so leaving like a author's mark on the questions and the entire thing yeah exactly <laughs> and how's that been guessing that's not the only book that has come out right so that was the first book yeah. and i am yet to follow up on that one okay. but what rupa did was they got back to me and said listen we really like the books uh, can you do questions which are apart from the one that you come in the hindu i was like yeah mm. bring it on uh, so myself and my partner akhila mm. who's also a quizzer uh-huh. who very interestingly i met at a quiz uh-huh. uh, we got together and we said okay we will write and they said can you give us seven books about seven different topics and we were like bring it on okay. so we wrote about history literature sports uh, uh, science and geography and then we were super happy to write all of these and this and uh, put on general knowledge books at the end of it also and we came up with a series of seven books and uh, we tried to follow the same type of questions where mm-hmm. you know each and every page has so here's the thing uh, th- i follow this formula for the sunday quizzes okay. where if there are 10 questions mm-hmm. uh, three questions should be questions that you answers you know right away okay okay and should i work some sort of nostalgia yeah. or something then there should be three questions which you should be able to work out from the clues that are given in the question fair enough okay like the questions i asked mm. you then the other three questions should be things that you should sit and discuss with your family your friends who is around you mm. or you know think a little more harder and then eventually arrive at the answer okay and there will be one question which you have no idea what it is you did not know it existed and just list like one property il and you're like oh my god i did not know. yeah so we try to follow the same formula for these books as well so there'll be a couple of questions that you know couple of you might not know couple that can be you know worked okay. out and then there's one fact that you had no idea existed so every book has this formula in every chapter because i also did a book on the ipl with another friend of mine called titash banerjee wow. so that makes it 8 with quizzes for quirky mind that makes it 9 and right now we are writing four more books where we are writing shorter series questions for kids so and then we also wrote another five books for children for scholastic <laughs> lovely i just had this question since you were talking about like coming up with these topics and how do you go about a question one thing that i personally find is the toughest part is the whole entire verification thing of it how do you go yes, about verifying yes. because wikipedia is not always oh, yeah. uh, it is not always Definitely. a reliable source but it can be a good starting point yeah, absolutely not. but do you have a technique or do you have a way in which you approach questions or uh, how do you go about it say looking for questions 
so i look for answers and then look for questions so i look for answers so for example uh, if the next week's mm-hmm. uh, theme is let's say cartoons mm-hmm. i don't look for questions i look for answers like for example if it's cartoons i think of what are the things that you the general public would like to see as answers tom and jerry mm. uh, bugs bunny mm. uh, probably chacha choudhury or uh, stuff like yeah. that and then work behind like then retroactively work okay. on funda and then search for facts mm. and then search for interesting funda and then definitely not rely on wikipedia so i am a researcher so it is my my first thing is to go for articles so i believe in peer reviewed journalism so <laughs> nice. i go for hindu uh, i go for like for example if it's a question about the government or administration yeah. i it has to be a dot nic.in uh. or it has to be a, a government portal or it should have been covered by the pib the presidential bureau yeah. something like that and if it is any other fact i would go directly to the source hmm. and so and i like i keep saying like you know the incredible hulk yeah. i am the credible hulk but <laughs> i have to cite my sources for everything so credibility is at stake so that's the thing so i make sure and it's multiple levels of verification like mm-hmm. another thing which i can tell you from the uh, kbc uh, mm-hmm. experiences that every question you had to put in three sources and none of it could be wikipedia and all three sources should be third party should be able to audit it okay so that is one of the that any question that you see mm. this is one of the gates that it has to go through and i kind of follow it even till today whenever i'm setting a quiz nice now let's speak about pre covid how was quizzing okay. that you saw in india how do you see it's been growing if i could say what are the things that worked with it where do you see we could improve on it and then we'll speak about post covid also because the entire shift has happened now okay so pre covid what did you think of the quizzing so, scene in india in or metros in our different cities all across the place oh um i genuinely thought the quizzing scene was doing very well mm. because i saw a lot of young people getting into quizzing and making it as a proper a uh, profession in employment mm-hmm. you know like for everything from think to win in pune yeah. uh, to to you know uh, exquisite in chennai and to the madurai quizzing society mqs and quiz factory mm-hmm. and then you have uh, funda factory in kerala so all these are quizzing establishments which are run by very very young vibrant people from school and college who do this on a regular basis and it was exponential like i remember two years in a row mm-hmm. i went to calicut mm-hmm. uh, for the world quizzing championships so like like this is true okay mm-hmm. the world quizzing championships happen all around the world in all the major cities yeah. okay like at it all happens on the same like the second weekend of june or something okay. like that uh london has about 30 people participating new york has about 40 people mm. participating stuff like that okay uh and you know if you go to bombay there are about uh, 100 mm. 120 people who participate uh, stuff mm. like that calicut mm-hmm. easily okay has around 600 to 700 wow. people every single time wow okay it is huge and they book out an entire school and people come there are about eight or nine different 
classrooms full of people uh-huh. and they have to have like about 30 40 volunteers <laughs> just to photocopy the questions and put it out and the, here's the thing yeah. it's not like all of them are like you know brilliant quizzes in in calcutta it was not like that you you i saw kids from school ias officers mm. one one person who worked as a in a milk store stuff uh-huh. like that everybody and they were all interested in knowledge and they wanted to try their hands uh-huh. it was brilliant and then also the amount of quizzing that was being done otherwise also mm. you know in earlier it used to be only college and university mm. that's it very few intra school and inter school yeah. but then these all these companies came out and said we will do that as well and they did a brilliant job i i really enjoyed going and watching these quizzes as well and the level of quizzing was also really mm. high gone were the days where you ask questions like you know uh, which is the largest desert in the world mm. uh, which is the biggest uh, power, you know whatever longest snake in the world no 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 nowadays it's i saw questions being properly phrased mm. and then the pop culture phenomenon happened yeah. i remember hosting a harry potter quiz where it was sold out i mean like about 700 screaming people of all ages and gender like you know both genders i have i have actually had that with harry potter i remember i was doing a pop quiz in bombay and uh, it was just like 5 minutes away i get a call saying alte where are you and like what what happened is like we need to speak because i don't think we can manage this and it was a <laughs> pub in bombay and turns out their facebook they put out a facebook invitation of sorts you know event invite of sorts oh my god they had got 10000 okay. uh, yeses like oh going to and out of those it was at least some 3 400 people who had come in and i couldn't do the quiz basically i had to just stand and shout a an answer and i had 20 30 people easily surrounding me yelling an answer <laughs> and yeah that does happen with some speciality quiz at times people just show up yeah exactly and the, and because of the access to different knowledge and pop culture even those who are not interested in quizzing who never thought of quizzing yeah. or taking part in these things and like pre covid mm-hmm. um there was also this explosion of uh non academic institutions also doing quizzes like you no know, corporate quizzes like companies and all they started calling people to do quizzes like i have done a couple of quizzes which was fun you know okay. things like that so people started thinking of quizzing as not academic but more like a fun thing mm. pastime thing like it's one of those things where people will go out and attend and not think about school mm. which is where pub quizzing comes yeah. in like the bangalore pub quizzing was doing very well mm. uh, like uh, there's a group of us four of us mm. who used to conduct about eight or 10 pub quizzes per month in bangalore itself in like about three or four different pubs nice and we we and like there was at one point of time i think other than monday and wednesday every single day there was a pub quiz happening somewhere or the other yeah. and there were people who go pub hopping pub quiz hopping you know wow. go to one place and you know and, and trust yeah. me if a person does pub hopping in bangalore at peak hour in that traffic <laughs> my, they really love quizzing <laughs> absolutely man absolutely i there have been times where i have given off a free shop to one guy because i'm like hey i saw you in the kalyan nagar pub and today you're in indra nagar i like do that is commitment to the cause here take a shot like you don't even have to answer the question there you go that's so cool yeah yeah so that was pre covid and then post covid 
they have managed to make it even bigger and better mm-hmm. by somehow by taking it everything online yeah right so there is there is a company called gyan space mm-hmm. uh, run by titash banerjee and konal mandal mm-hmm. they 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 are doing a series of quizzes on different topics and every single quiz 30 to 40 people like you now sign mm-hmm. up and they did a series called mind heist which is for quiz masters okay it was just fantastic and was, everything was online okay. it just absolutely brilliant to see that amount of engagement interaction and the aforementioned uh, exquisite mm-hmm. they also run almost a like you know daily quiz and i think they had like every other day like 600 to 500 600 people sign up and do a quiz wow. and there are people who are willing to pay for this as yeah. well and you know it is just amazing and i mean come on aditya how many whatsapp quiz groups are you on tell me truthfully only one oh my god i am so jealous bro i don't actually use uh, whatsapp so i ah that makes yeah. sense so i am on whatsapp i am on like five on telegram i am on three wow yeah okay and this is because i have resigned myself to saying only few or else i would have been added to a couple of more but then every day there are like so many people that then there are specific ones music quizzing hmm. whatsapp group f1 quizzing whatsapp group oh. anime quizzing whatsapp group i am on all of these oh interesting so it is really amazing how people have discovered that you know this is not only for these you know nerds or geeks but it's an open for everyone and anybody can enjoy quizzing yeah. i love that fact anime quizzing mm. group there are people who have never been to a quiz who never did quizzing who asking questions like hey i saw this anime i saw this interesting thing can somebody ask me can somebody help me to make it into a question so i can ask it outside okay. i think like, yeah that's a spirit excellent yeah, yeah, yeah. you want to share your knowledge outside but now you're thinking of it as not showing off like just saying i know mm. this but putting it in the term of a question i love that yeah, yeah, yeah. i appreciate that and that's how you know that's pretty cool so that is also there and obviously zoom and gmail and webex mm. they've all helped this process also and it's become a really i easily do about three or four zoom quizzes and i mean take mm. part every week uh-huh. easily and i also conducted a couple of them also i did one on lot of the rings then i did one on tintin uh-huh. uh and it was very well attended and the best part is it's from all over the world yeah uh, for the lot of the ring quizzes i had people from australia mm-hmm. the uk vienna and all the way in the us as well that's damn cool any last parting words how can we keep track of you what else what will be coming out in the future any social media handles anything that you would want us to know oh yes i i, I am there on all social media twitter instagram buddy and facebook it's just buddy ashley on on instagram it's ashley buddy otherwise it's all buddy mm-hmm. ashley and uh, because of my grandmother's love for uh, pg woodhouse uh, i got a name which is very easily googleable <laughs> okay i can see that if i had a very uh, if i had had a very uh, generic name probably like you know tom smith or something you'll have been hit off but yeah there are not too many bertie ashleys around so i'm easily googleable and you can find me anywhere um, the only one thing i would say is just stay curious I got where I am simply because I am very very curious and I everything and anything I keep asking and I need like why what how what where when like what's the reason behind this and you know that is what has got me here and um whatever said and done it's never a bad thing to be curious yeah. unless you are a cat and you are caught in a proverb 
and even in that case according to another proverb you have another eight lives so don't have to worry about it so even if you're a cat caught in a proverb don't worry stay curious that is amazing thank you so much Bertie for doing this thank you so much for taking out the time <laughs> absolutely my pleasure it was good fun <laughs>